The play-by-play voice of the BU Terriers is Bernie Corbett. Bernie, what year is this for you? Uh, boy, I'll tell you, 26. Wow. It's easy because last year was 25. <laughs> uh, it doesn't get old, does it? No, it doesn't get old. I'm very excited about this season. And uh, when I stop getting excited about it, I guess that's time to hang it up. But hopefully that's no time soon. I hope I get another 25 in me, Mike. <laughs> this uh, BU team uh, off to a 6-0-2 start. Uh, best start since the 77-78 team. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, the thing is, when you get to be this old, I can actually remember that 77-78 uh, <laughs> team that won the national championship. And uh, it has been very impressive. And uh, it really has been a breath of fresh air this year. I mean, last year... I just think it's uh, human nature kind of takes over and, uh, more than anything. And I, th- I thought last year's team had the talent to be an NCAA tournament caliber team. And, of course, they weren't uh, due to some transgressions early in the season. They finished strong but not strong enough. And uh, this year there really has been a uh, kind of a new blood uh, pumped into this team this season. And it's been great to watch so far. I think the, uh, the freshmen have been as skilled and talented as advertised. But also it's been the leadership of the older guys. Uh, there's only one senior, Joe Pereira. Uh, he's been an outstanding captain. He's had great support from guys like Chris Connolly and David Wasowski, who are key guys, I think, to see how far this team's going to go. Mm-hmm. Is that something that helps you think? Uh, <clears throat> maybe a case of sometimes you get a lot of guys at the upperclassmen, almost a case of too many Chiefs, not enough Indians? Yeah, I think so. I, I think that what happens now, I, I think that you know, Young has is is become a, a maybe relative to an outmoded term in college hockey. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, if you've got talented guys, if you can keep them for a year or two, you better get something out of them for a year or two. Mm-hmm. And I think the case in point was uh, was uh, the, the situation that the BU team had last year. Uh, I think there was a lot of guys that, uh, you know, were maybe thinking elsewhere, or, you know, maybe looking in another direction or one foot out the door, whatever you want to say. But that's not the case. I think you really get all the guys on the team this year are all pulling in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Karen Milan had the great year two years ago, and then last year uh, maybe – Maybe, I don't know, you tell me a little bit of the sophomore jinx. How's he looked this year? Well, I'll tell you, I, I think he's, he's been outstanding this year. Uh, economy of movement, very efficient. <laughs> he's just where he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, I credit Mike Garagoshin, our goalie coach. He's had a great rapport with him. And uh, he really looks like the guy that he was his freshman year, if not maybe even better. Mm-hmm. It's been really impressive to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grant Rollheiser, he'll see time this year as well? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that he's got to see time. I think that's part of the juggling act for the coaches uh, to see when you can play Grant. Uh, it's difficult to take Karen out because he has been has ride a, you know ride the hot guy. He's had such a hot hand, but uh, I think he will find uh, he will find a time, and he should because when he has played, he's played really well. Let's talk about some of the freshmen on this team. Obviously, the big name Charlie Coyle. What kind of player is he? How's he looked to you so far? Well, unfortunately, he's a, he's an NHL player disguised <laughs> as a college player. I mean, he's one of the guys you talk about, maybe yeah. one into one, one or two and done. Yeah, I hope it's going to be a couple of years anyway, two, maybe three. But wow, I mean, he played so well against Maine last week, and he's just got a pro game. I mean, he's six two, he's two ten with hands. I mean, that's pretty much the resume that the pros are looking for. Mm-hmm. I talked to a pro scout this week about just how good he was last Saturday. He was literally was just dominant down low. I mean, you just can't take the puck away from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got the ability to make plays. And he's very unselfish. He's got great leadership qualities. And uh, and, he, and he'll get his hands dirty. He'll block a shot, too, you know, and, mm-hmm. and win a face-off. Mm-hmm. So here, Gill off to a good start. Three goals and eight points. Extremely smart. Instinctive, smart hockey player. Uh, ability to make plays. Uh, he's also very mindful defensively. Mm-hmm. And then on defense, of course, led by David Wasarski, but a couple of freshmen working in the mix as well, Noonan and Clendenning. Yeah, Clendenning is, comes in. He's got the big offensive uh, resume, uh, you know, offensive upside. He'll even kind of look like a Shattenkirk clone, if you will, a little bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's just highly skilled. I mean, he's projected as a first-round pick, uh, as is uh, Matt Nieto also, who's a dynamic offensive player, real skilled. 
but Garrett Noonan has, has been a real key to this team so far, how well he stepped in. I mean, he's a local guy, CM guy that went out and played in Western Canada and won a Royal Bank championship and then really got a lot of people after him. And fortunately uh, for BU, he decided to come here. Yeah, this is the first time I'm really going to have a chance to watch BU up, up and close this year. Uh, I know that a lot of coaches will, will uh, tailor the game or change the game, the, uh, the, the systems with the type of players that they have. Uh, what's different this year for Jack Parker's club? Uh, I think it's just the only thing that's really different, I think, is just to have that enthusiasm back. And, uh, and, and Jack, is, uh, Jack never lacks for the enthusiasm. I mean, that's why he's still doing this at, at uh, 38 years later, you know. <laughs> Uh, but uh, it, it's, I, I think that uh, this is much more a Jack Parker type of team. And, you know, Jack talks about, you know, uh, it's one thing to put a uniform on. It's another thing to be a BU hockey player and to personify that. Mm -hmm. And I really think as I look at this team, this is a team of BU hockey players this year. And I think that's, they've got the ability to, to go a long way. These two teams are facing off this weekend. This is going to be the seventh and eighth time that these teams have played in just over a year or so. They know each other pretty well, uh, but uh, they played some very entertaining games last year. Uh, what do you see this weekend? I, I think this is a real measuring stick for these two teams as to where they're at. Uh, Merrimack is obviously they got the uh, they got the nucleus of, of experienced guys, older guys, even their freshmen are older guys. Mark was just talking about I guess I don't know you got about five freshmen that are older than Kanadi, a junior goalie. <laughs> it's a little unusual, not for college hockey though. But uh, I think that this is a time that uh, Merrimack uh, can maybe find out a little bit about themselves, and I think that BU can really find a lot about themselves because just on the youth uh, the, the youth to uh, age experience level of some of the Terriers' younger guys playing against a, a real kind of a grizzled veteran Merrimack team, that's going to be interesting in terms of a physical strength standpoint, uh, which will be a kind of an interesting watch. So I think we, we can learn a lot here early on between these two. I know that Coach Parker is impressed with Merrimack. He's openly said that when he did his coach's poll, he put Merrimack in the top four in the league. Does anything change tomorrow night for BU when they go up to the Lawler Arena, the smaller rink? Well, I think it changes, I think, maybe just psychologically tomorrow. Uh, as far as, uh, you know, playing in that building and for the freshmen will be the first time playing in that building. And, uh, you know, it is kind of a bandbox, as you know. Things happen real quick there. And it is kind of a crash and bang and, and uh, an ultimate uh, home ice advantage for Merrimack last year, as you know, with the 12 wins that they had and outstanding job that they did at home. So uh, I think that that'll change, and that's always adjustments and weather in the storm for the visitors. Before we let you go, uh, rule changes this year, a lot of big changes. Uh, what ones do you like, what ones don't you like? I think the, the contested icing, I, 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 I like. Yeah, I haven't heard anybody who doesn't. Yeah, I think that that's, and, I, and the, uh, the serving the penalty, I like that also. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that there has got to be maybe a little bit more clearly defined about some of these major penalties. Uh, you know, I mean, there's already been a couple of times this year where I thought, well, that's automatic, and it's not. Contact to the head. Yeah, exactly, yeah. where, you know, it seemed like it was pretty obvious, and then it was two. Right. So right. I think that that maybe has to get cleaned up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I think overall it's been, it's been pretty good. Yep. Do you think we're going to see the uh, the half shields anytime soon? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. It's funny you mentioned that with uh, the coach walking by. You won't see the half shields anytime soon because of what reason, coach? L A W Y E R S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his favorite term. Anytime it comes up, Coach Parker will say lawyers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So it's probably not anytime soon, unfortunately. All right, thanks, Bernie. You have 26 years left in you. I, I hope so, Mike. God knows, I hope so. It's been a great run. I hope it continues. All right, thanks a lot, Bernie. Thank you. That was well.